0: We have developed speed but we have shut ourselves in machinery that gives
1: abundance has left us in want we think too much and feel too little more than machinery we need humanity we know the air is unfit to breathe our food is unfit to eat
2: as if that's the way it's supposed to be we know things are bad worse than bad they're crazy Say I'm a human being. God damn it! My life has value. You have meddled
3: with the primal forces of nature. Don't give yourselves to brutes, men who despise you, enslave you,
0: who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts.
2: jason Burmes. and who loves you and who
4: do you love good morning good morning good morning this is reality rants i am jason Burmes. big show today lots of clips good news and bad news so i mean do we start with the bad news first i guess i guess there is kind of some bad news i get my blue check mark i woke up today i'll, I'll uh you Know Russell Eyed, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if I got my check mark yet. I get it, I got it. I still can't stream to Twitter, it's the only reason I really bought it. So now I guess I'm going to look at it and see if you know they say you can grow easier and it's going to give you all these creator tools. If there's anybody out there with some tech knowledge or somebody who is streaming via Twitter, um, without a third party tool like Restream, and even if you're doing it on a third party tool like Restream, how because. You know, I put the stream out there still, but without the media producer, um, I guess it might be automated in. I can't put in the information, the, like the stream key. You know, you basically have to do like three boxes and a title. And then I, what I used to do is I'd have to wait because it doesn't automatically tweet it out for you. And uh, that's why some people in the very beginning, you'd hear a double over every once in a while. I wouldn't get to it in time to tweet, and you'd hear that. So that's bad news. Good news. The good news is that May 1st is almost here. And you may have heard me talk about this a little bit, but obviously RVM is expanding and they're expanding to a 12 hour block, 12 hour block. That That's that's big. And we've also talked about here how I, I wanna do more. I wanna give people more. And I, I think it's been a big step up that now it's eight hours a week minimum, right? That's That's a lot of content. And it's actually now going to be more. And a lot of people who are over at Rockfin are probably gonna be happy about this as well. And and I think that even people that want the message out are gonna be happy about this as well. So starting May 1st, the second hour will be free. Okay, now people that went premium, whoa, wait a minute, I'm paying for this. Don't worry. We're gonna do two interviews a week that will have the same model That we did with the premium prior where they're two weeks exclusive to you guys and you guys get them first and those interviews will be 30 minutes to an hour very impactful hopefully where where we're looking to get big names and we'll tease those interviews throughout the week on the show but the second hour will not be carried on youtube um just like today half the stories even the lead story about jamie fox here which we're going to get to in a minute and i want people just to ponder for a second why you're not hearing more about what happened to him in the media or what happened to him in the media. You've got to be very careful on this platform. The second hour uh, will never be on YouTube. Uh, it, it's, it's for the stuff that obviously the great narrative can't handle. I, I mean, or it can handle from certain entities, which we're going to get into, because we have this new report out. Okay. And I and I'm seeing it everywhere. The media is covering it. It's everybody made mistakes. How how did all this happen? We had all these toolkits. I just want to tell you right now, um, that is managed trash. Managed and we have the clips of oh, we just didn't know. There these these people are sociopathic psychopathic liars that participated in a pre-planned event of fear for command and control that's the that's the reality man you do whatever report you want when you got somebody like bricks up there talking about it i mean she's a proven liar these people are proven liars you know i saw a great clip with uh Brewer and uh Rogan talking to each other and Brewer you're the man Uh, I I love the fact that I'm able to speak on the reawaken America tour now twice the same day that Jim Brewer did that's huge I mean that that that's big for me because not only do I think the guy's actually funny and talented but he was one of the few people during um this whole ordeal and also a Long Island guy which which was kind of important in my circles because I'm a New York guy, I went to a state school, a lot of my friends and uh, fraternity brothers are Long Islanders and there's a certain mentality with a lot of them. That they're, they're above people, they won't listen, but when somebody like Brewer talked, they listened a little bit, okay? So they're having this conversation and they're like, who do you keep in your life that constantly lies to you? Ser- think about it. Now, I I know there are some people out there, unfortunately, that are in, you know, these weird abusive relationships where they're constantly being gaslit. And we as a society acknowledge that those relationships are abusive and toxic and you need to get out. Why, as a society, do we not make the connection that we're being treated, men, women, children, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, everyone, we're not only being treated like those abused women, but we're accepting it. We're just accepting and and some people, unfortunately, adhere to their abuse. They love it. They can't get enough of it. Woohoo! So let's let's start talking Jamie Foxx right now. Uh, because we're gonna do Tucker. Uh, I got some Epstein stuff I wanna go over. We're gonna take a um uh, Zoom back in time a few years on another Epstein story that I think is important that I've alluded to this week about Zorro Ranch. And we're going to play that clip as well. But Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx, why aren't you hearing about Jamie Foxx everywhere? Jamie Foxx has gone beyond the cultural zeitgeist, right? I I would equate Jamie Foxx, and some people may disagree with me on this, but who cares, with, with the level of fame um of, of almost a Tom Cruise, right? Jamie Foxx came up more in the 90s, obviously Tom Cruise in the early 80s, but and and different routes. But this guy is a movie star, right? He's been a television star, came up with in living color comedian, he's a singer. You see him constantly in commercials everywhere, DraftKings in particular. It, it's hard to consume any type of pop culture infotainment media or sports without seeing Jamie Foxx. And Jamie Foxx in particular was getting a bunch of press for this latest movie because Cameron Diaz was in it. And Cameron Diaz had not done a movie, I think, in almost a decade. So big deal, resurrecting uh, her career, yada, yada, yada. I like Jamie Foxx. I actually enjoy his work. I think he's a funny guy. His Trump impersonation is absolutely fantastic. I mean, if you, uh, I, we may have even played it here. It's it's awesome. If I haven't played it here, I know I've watched it on my on my uh, things, and just I'm I'm laughing all the time. It's fantastic. It's good stuff. So a couple of weeks back now, when all of a sudden he had an undisclosed medical emergency. I took a step back and I said, look, I don't know what this is, but I'll give you one guess what you think it's going to be involved with, the old tickerino. I wonder why I thought that. It's a mystery to me. (laughs) By the way, over 200 people watching, let's get the thumbs up. And I got to tell you, now that I've seen how the mainstream media is handling this, And the fact that there are reports out there, we're gonna show you one of those right now and in the stark contrast of where we're at. So right here, this is the 25th, It's put out two days ago, Jamie Foxx's medical emergency, everything we know so far, all right? There is no mention of what actually happened to the guy, nothing, and even Nick Carter, who says that he's now awake. And I'm rooting for the guy. I hope he's going to be okay. He's been receiving treatment, uh, again, for an undisclosed medical condition for two weeks. And Cannon has now apparently been able to say that he is conscious. He is doing better. This was devastating. You can look it up, man. There's a reason it says stroke right there. Fox revived on set after stroke. Now, if you type in, we'll just leave this one. Jamie Fox, Stroke. Um, There are hip-hop news, right? Reportedly suffered a stroke while filming the action comedy Back in Action. So you won't see that on people. Or any of that. Jamie Foxx suffered stroke onset, had to be revived. He's lucky to be alive, says doctors reports. But none of these are mainstream media outlets. In fact, let's use the old Google News services. All right. And yeah, you, you you got it. It's the hip-hop thing. It's midday. It's dMarge Where's Reuters or the Associated Press? Where's Even the regular rags like Entertainment Weekly or ETV, where are they? And why aren't they talking? Jamie Foxx, pretty fit guy, 55 years old, a lot of money, uh, mentally extremely determined. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say what everybody's thinking and say what everybody's thinking because. We don't have to, right? And quite frankly, we can't on this platform. It's not allowed. (laughs) God God forbid you speculate. But when the media is acting this way, when he's also kind of being ignored, and and I want that to be a lesson to people. (sighs) Yeah, there's some media coverage. Yes, it's kind of being discussed. But he's a big star. A lot of people love him. And rightfully so. You know, good entertainer, great. I don't know him personally, but I get it. They will forget about you in the news cycle like that, like that, if it don't fit the agenda. They will turn on you like that. And again, we saw that during the COVID-1984 nightmare, period, hands down. And now we are in a time period of not only unprecedented narrative control, but an unprecedented amount of people vocally calling for it, while lying to your face, while lying to your face again and again and again. Russia hysteria amongst it. In fact, there's a uh, Matt Orfella. I want to show that because whenever uh, I, you know I, I go to play somebody else's videos, I, I don't do it often. But this is uh, fantastic. We're gonna end up playing this. Um, so you know, I want people to go subscribe. He's got a little bit more subscribers than me. Maybe we need to get him on the show. Uh, but this was posted by uh also again, go follow the researcher. It's not at the researcher. You got to type it in. He's got a Klaus and House uh avatar, but great resource. I go to it daily. I in fact, you know, I, I usually pick up a few stories from it. I picked this up from it today and also uh solar radiation management story that he dug up from five years ago actually four years ago uh also important because all these issues continue to be important things we've talked about for years we've got also epstein stuff we're going to discuss in this hour second hour is going to be big on the new uh report and cnn's coverage of it and actually i'll just show people right now this is the thing if you're an authoritative source if you're at the commonwealth club you can say whatever if i said verbatim or played these videos on this show I'll get a strike. I'll get some kind of misinformation for making the wrong commentary on it. Um, but but these are the authorities, and this is the new limited hangout Johnny nonsense. Okay, and you're gonna be, it's gonna be hammered at you. And they're gonna be like the government refused to do it, so we, as an independent body, did it instead. Independent body. Okay. All right. I mean. Uh, these people again, bricks lied to your face, smiling. Like again, I don't trust known liars. You shouldn't trust known liars. Known liars should not only not be listened to when they lie and cause harm to people. They should be prosecuted to the fullest fullest extent of the law. Period. And and I mean, I I know everybody's talked about Nuremberg too, and They'll lock them up. I w- I wish I believed we were going to get the justice we deserve as humanity. I and I, I don't want to be cynical. Maybe that's too much, but I don't see these people going to prison, man. Even the Fauchon house, old Faucher. You know, again, this report's big news. Fauci acknowledges problems after scathing report on response. Scathing report. A lot of limited. Hangout, Johnny, mother, truckin' nonsense. That's what that was. That's what that was. Yuck. Let's talk tuckins quick because uh, we'll go way deeper on this story in that second hour. Again, starting May 1st, that's when it comes in. But if you are going to want to come in premium and you are supporting the broadcast by doing that, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored. That's where you're going to get the second hour this week. And remember, starting next week, uh, May 1st, second hour will be free, just not on YouTube. Go subscribe over to RVM's uh, uh, Rumble channel. It's a great way to go check it out. So it's going to be streaming on Rumble. Continue to stream on Rockfin. Awesome, you'll get the two hours. Also, those two interviews will be part of premium. And you get the entire RVM family. So tell them Jason Burma sent you. Let's talk Tuckins. We need to talk Tuckins, okay? Tucker Carlson, uh, live, fired Fox News host blistering Twitter, Twitter video beats network's ratings. <laughs> so we have the video, and the Tuckins puts out just a two-minute deal from, obviously, the studio that he must have built and owned or negotiated from Fox because, Clearly, the wooded background is one of those studios that he's been shooting in. So the Tuck already still has a studio. I guess he could revamp it, but he's got it. And, uh, you know, he he gave the good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And maybe I should just let him have the two minutes, me shut up, and then comment afterwards. So So here is the Tuck. Let's get the thumbs up. If you're not subscribed, what are you waiting for? Even subscribe here on YouTube. We need to bring people from YouTube over to Rumble so they can see the uncensored stuff on top of it. And we need to push the barriers of what you can see here and what we can talk about here. Because I I, I don't like self-censorship. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But I also realize this is a toolbox. It's the real toolkit. Not the toolkit they tell. The, the toolkit of COVID-1984. No, no, no. I'm trying to take that hammer, trying to grab those nails and put them in boards and make a home. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: The Tuckins, everybody. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's gotta be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue. And so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force, but it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope
4: as long as you can hear the words there is hope i love everything about that message i love every single damn thing about that message and, and believe me i'm taking heat from people in the alternative media i take P, I, I take heat from the audience duckers controlled opposition if he was a real threat he'd be dead boy that's a that's a pretty grim way to look at it and i'm not saying that these people won't take you out when you become the big-time threat. But we've seen a history of martyrdom. And unfortunately, for the predator class, when you martyr somebody, you create five more, 10 more of those per, those people. And, and the tuck has a huge audience, huge audience. And look, I've talked about this before. My generation simply does not have the martin luther king jr or the malcolm x if you will of civil rights and and i've been talking about not racial civil rights which obviously was necessary at the time and continues to be necessary in some circles i don't think we've solved every issue i'm not saying we've stumped stamped out racism everywhere especially globally There's a lot of bigots out there got to acknowledge that But post I came to the realization that the new civil rights was us, the general population of humanity versus not the 1%, but the 0.00001% of the predator class. The people that believe that they are in charge, they are the social Darwinists. They believe what? That because they rule they should rule and that they have the right to basically manage all of biology on this planet in fact that's what directed evolution is directed evolution talked about in what that nasa document bushnell the author of that told you natural evolution is over over, done. Now we're gonna take control. It's ten thousand times quicker if we, the human beings, without the consensus of other human beings, just do whatever we want behind closed doors. Wild but true occult priestess, thank you so much. Thank you for the hard work. Hashtag Burmist Brigade. Thank you, Occult Priestess, for the support of the broadcast. Uh, I want to go down the line because there's a lot of Tuckins right here. I want people to know these things. So according to, uh, I believe this is Softonic, but it's being reported elsewhere. Uh, Brian Friedman is the lawyer for both the Tuckins and Don Lemon. The, the irony is clear. That also shows, you know, Don, Don Lemon. Like, I understand Tucker Carlson. He couldn't give a rat's ass if Don Lemon has the same lawyer as him. Why would he? He's always been of a libertarian perspective but don higher than thou lemon you have the same lawyer as the Tuckins. i can't believe it i thought that you you would stand the moral high ground how in the world could you employ somebody who defends such a mega extremist white supremacist don it's a bad joke you know and, and it also just kind of shows you money rules right they're they're gonna they're gonna pay for the best, hire the best, try to get the best outcome. Uh, let's see, appetizers plus entree. Uh, looks like Tucker Carlson doesn't give two fox about his ouster. I've se- already seen memes, right? They've already taken the video. He said he hadn't had a uh, a dinner with his wife on a weeknight in seven years, and and this is like a little gator right here. We used to, I used to drive these around when I worked for Brooks Barbecue down to the barbecue house, and I'd have to you know, bring up racks of ribs or, um, boxes of chicken, things like that. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're in their nice little rich Boca Grande, Florida neighborhood, living it up, not giving a what. Good for him, man. Good for him. There he is. There's the, the viral video and people like, uh, what is it? Fox, 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 or something like that. F-U-C-K Fox. Ooh, he spelled it out. Rupert Murdoch doesn't like all that spiritual talk. Tucker Carlson was fired after preaching about good and evil and the need for prayer after Tycoon's ex-fiancee and Leslie Smith said the firebrand anchor was a messenger from God. Now, we played that video. I believe that's a a second hour video. Um, I thought that was a powerful speech. And I even said that would be a problem. They don't like when people acknowledge that good and evil exist. And they also don't like when they call for people to come together in prayer and not specify what to pray for other than the betterment of our country and our society. Imagine that. And and again, I'm no preacher. I'm not telling you what to believe, but whether you believe in God or not, it, it might be worth it. Just to take a minute, reflect, clear your head, and just speak out there on how you feel about what's going on and what you would like to happen and your hope and maybe even ask from within what you can do to try to achieve that goal to make that goal more palatable okay more of a a a realism what you can work towards to do just just food for thought everybody food for thought all right, let's keep going down the Tuckins line here. Tucker Carlson's relationship with Fox News had become so frayed. They needed an intermediary when dealing with executives. And he was unimpressed when lawyers redacted what he really thought about them in the Dominion lawsuit record. So here's the deal. You know, I've seen so many headlines that Tucker... Uh, for instance, talked about how he loathed Trump and couldn't wait for Trump to be gone. I haven't looked into the validity of those. Uh, I saw the ones where he was calling Sydney a Sydney Powell a liar. Uh, did did the Kraken get released? Was he correct? Again, you can't believe in just false idols. And some people, again, they're men in the arena. Sometimes, like like Lindell, you know, I don't hate Lindell. But at the end of the day, you know, Lindell's a salesman. He, he very much understands sales and business. He doesn't necessarily understand the intricacies of what is actually happening with these machines. And to me, to me anyway, uh, he certainly not only went about it the wrong way, but bought into and endorsed claims by obvious hoaxsters code monkey anybody code monkey anybody hey code monkey like like people that get off on tricking people right seriously and then that's bad news brown and in fact that's why one of the one of the things we're going to talk about with this russia 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 nonsense we've told you who the russian bots were they're not russians it's microchip in the gang it's Makani in the gang it's Mackie in the gang they didn't like them So they got, they went after the actual effective bot network, but they had nothing to do with Russia at all. All right. So Tucker didn't buy into the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Tucker spoke out for Assange. Tucker was consistently anti war. Not, and by by the way, hated his domestic terrorist stance, hated, you know, how he still bought into a lot of the left right paradigm. But I give credit where credit's due. And by the way, We also played the Tuckins attack piece on David Ray Griffin in the second hour yesterday. So I'll put that out. So uh, it doesn't shock me that there would be an intermediary there. My question is, you know, what was really in all these texts? Okay. And, you know, they put out whatever they could that was as scathing as possible. Bum, bum, bum. with that being said, and uh, we got some Epstein news after this, I am going to play this video by Matt fellow that I te- teased earlier. Okay? I want I want to reiterate. MSNBC repeats Hamilton 68 lies 279 times. Almost 300 times. We've got 400 people watching. Almost 300 times to- in 11 minutes. So thumbs it up. Subscribe, share, and buckle the truck up for hysteria MSNBC style.
5: McCarthy publicly charges that the United States
0: is invested with foreign forces at work in our politics. And he says that he has a list of 600 Twitter accounts that appear to be linked to the Russian government. That's a lie! These Kremlin-linked accounts. These Kremlin-linked accounts. These Kremlin-linked accounts. Russian-linked accounts. Kremlin-linked accounts. A foreign influence. Kremlin-oriented Twitter accounts. Kremlin-linked Twitter accounts. Russian-linked Twitter accounts. Personating Americans.
3: They are every day playing on social media. There's a website called Hamilton68
6: that measures that. This Russian influence tracker on Twitter. The Dashboard. It's a real-time dashboard of Russian influence. You know, the Russian networks that we monitor. Accounts allegedly linked to bots and trolls that are linked to Russia. Russia linked accounts and bots according to a Russian tracker. To track
3: what Russian bots are doing. Kremlin-linked accounts, Kremlin efforts, Kremlin attacks. The dashboard,
6: Hamilton 68, determined that Russia was in the Alabama election. We know that the Russians were focused on this. These forensic sites show what the Russians are doing to us. Interference from Russians. These Russian intrusions. russian influence Twitter down into the Russia were interfering. The
3: impact of McCarthyism is
2: felt across the United States. The Russian bot
3: posed a grave threat to democracy. Now, this data comes from Hamilton 68. That's a web dashboard, and it tracks around 600 Russia-link accounts. And it doesn't provide the names of those accounts. I will not give
2: those names. Because if it did, uh, the Russians can simply change them.
6: you kidding me!
2: Russian bots obviously connect with Russian intel agencies getting involved in a school
0: shooting. What the hell is he talking about? The horrendous shooting at the high school in Florida. Russia played a role. Bots
6: that spread false information on Twitter when it comes to the shooting in Parkland, Florida. Russian social media bots seized on the Florida shooting. Russian trolls tweeting about Parkland. Russian bot army pounds.
3: Russian bots and trolls already attacking these already. kids. How do you feel when you see one of these kids manipulate by russian bots or others
5: are you fucking kidding me
3: <laughs> so ken what are these bots trying to accomplish Well, they're trying to fan the flames of political discord in our country, Stephanie, which is not that difficult to do. Russian bots have helped drum up support on social media for the release of this Nunes memo.
6: The classified report about alleged bias at the FBI and DOJ.
0: Devin Nunes got it trending on Twitter with a little help from Russian bots.
6: The leading troll hashtag from the Russian troll
3: farm is release the memo. Russians and release the memo. This release the memo hashtag is the top hashtag among Russian bots and trolls, according to
6: Hamilton 68.
3: Russian-linked Twitter accounts increased their use of the hashtag. Release the memo. Russian-backed social media accounts.
6: Russia's attempts to interfere in U.S. politics.
3: Research shows Russians interfering in our politics.
6: Russia-linked Twitter accounts working to help American
3: politicians. So you have House Republicans and Donald Trump Jr. tweeting, by the way, on the same
6: page as these Russian bots and trolls. The hashtag, released the memo. We know was being pushed by Russian bots. Russian bots in the hashtag. Tag, release the memo. This bot thing
2: amplifying the release the memo hashtag.
6: And Russia used these bots, swarms of them, to advance certain hashtags like release the memo. It was
2: Russian bots and trolls fueling
3: release the memo. Russian bots fueling this this hashtag release the memo. Fueled by Russian bots. Which has been linked to Russian bots. Researchers have traced it to Russia-linked accounts. That's what popularized that, Stephanie.
2: It blew up overnight. Some can make the argument that that Devin Nunes memo also blew up. It nothing. Russian bots They're creating an echo chamber They're creating an alternate reality Alright,
3: up next, they are back Russian bots working overtime To influence Americans and lawmakers Russian propaganda networks are working To influence public opinion Even now with the release the memo campaign Yeah, literally Russian bots on social media Distributing that
2: hashtag Like wildfire, Republican memo Pushed hard by Russian bots Twitter bots, Russian Twitter bots helped make the release the memo Go viral. The Russian bots in terms of this memo. Russian bots bots
6: heavily pushed
2: release the memo. Kremlin linked bots. The automated accounts calling for that memo's release. We saw it promoted heavily by accounts associated with Russian disinformation campaigns. Russian Twitter bots.
3: Attack of the bots. Early promoters of the hashtag meet basic criteria for bots.
2: For trolls. Release
3: the memo was pumped out by the bots.
2: The Russians, their secret service, their bots flooding with hashtags. Release the memo to interfere in an American debate. Page.
3: Experts tracking Russian influence campaigns blame Russian bots and trolls. Release the memo hashtag seemed to go viral organically. But new research is showing that it was Russian backed accounts. Russian backed accounts, these bots if you will. New research is showing us that Russian backed Twitter accounts. Researchers say Russian backed accounts. Russian backed accounts. Manufactured accounts. Malicious automated accounts. Automated accounts for bots. Guide Trump toward a Russia backed agenda. So the Russian backed accounts. Release the memo picked up so much momentum that it began capturing the attention of major media organizations because of bots heavily pushed by russian Bots. that's a matter of public record
2: if there's anybody out there that questions that i can't wait for you to grab your cheetos uh, and put on your Tidy whiteys and go down to your mom's basement and start typing that blog away. That will be, that will be interesting. (laughs) And and by the way, order up your Russian bots and the Russian bots that they are sending out. are So we're going to stop right
4: here. Don't worry. We're going to play the whole thing. I want to point out, we're five minutes and 30 seconds deep and we're only halfway. And and there it is. Joe Scarborough, who, you know, used to be in politics until, you know, that pesky incident where a dead young lady was found in his office. Maybe we should play that Don Imus clip. I do love playing that. When Don Imus actually asks him about that, he's like, "Eh, I guess some things like that sort of kind of happen. Not insinuating that Scarborough Scarborough was involved, but that was pretty much the end of his political career and the beginning of his television one As a hack, as a total hack. And here we are, only halfway through this, And it's, oh, you're in your tighty-whities in your mommy's basement. Let me tell you something. 100%, if I'm ever living with my mother, she's living with me. You know, I don't discount that. We all get a little bit older. Could happen down the line. But, of course, Joe, with Cheetos. I'm not a big Cheetos guy, Joe. In fact, I can't remember the last time that I bought a package of Cheetos for myself. I have in the past with my nieces, uh, they like the little grab bags, Joe, of uh, where you get like the Fritos and the Cheetos and the chips, the little ones. You know, definitely gotten the snack packs. Not a big chip guy myself. Uh, tidy-whities, no, nope. I'm I'm a boxer briefs man or I'll go commando. Depends on how I'm feeling in the day. Um, recently found some Volcom and Hurley ones I like, Joe. But no, not, nope, not tidy-whities, not a basement actually the office is you know second floor top of the house Joe. Um, <laughs> let's let's get back to it. We still got six minutes to go in the Russia bot hysteria. Thumbs it up. let's get them up. we need 200 plus thumbs subscribe share remember to Rumble and Rockfin and especially redvoicemedia.com slash Jason for that second premium hour. Uh, Coming up at the top of this hour, back
2: to the bots. Hashtag release the memo doing the bidding of Vladimir Putin and his intelligence agencies. They are on Paul Ryan's side. They are on Kevin McCarthy's side. They are on Devin Nunez's side. They are on Donald Trump's side. Russian intelligence agencies, Russian intelligence agencies, and the Russian bots are all pushing the hashtag release, release the, the memo. memo. Yeah, the Twitter activity around this release the memo thing and the pro-Russian uh, of, of forces Hashtag right. release the memo. I mean, you're the, you're, you're the bots. Release the memo. The Russian intelligence uh, services, the Russian bots. The bot interference
5: and in the discussion about the memo. Kamala embarrassed the the president is trying to speak to his base and if he believes that his base is interested in this ridiculous memo controversy i think it does mean that they're being manipulated by
0: this sort of manufactured conversation that happens on social media the russians
2: are continuing to attack our democracy they're continuing to interfere in our democracy
5: these bots have been
0: trying to undermine our democracy we're now seeing according to the hamilton project russian bots
2: amplifying things through bots so that we only think things are trending we've
0: seen what the bots have been
3: doing according to the hamilton project
2: we can't say this stuff enough
3: so the russians are still at it
2: the
6: russians many many russian bots the old expression uh is just a can of russian bots a thousand russian bots said that it was george soros this is the moment. news so we always want to be as clear as possible we're reporting on this, just like Russian bots, bots. They get their narrative out there first. Russia-linked actors pushing a propaganda campaign for, yes, release the memo. And then they repeat it. Boots from those bots, these Russian bots or sock puppets, they actually got the whole thing started.
2: The
3: more you hear something, the stronger it gets.
6: Russia-linked accounts and bots. So that even if you don't believe it, the framing bot, it's going to get stronger in your brain no matter what. Wow. Uh, you know, I learned from both of you <laughs> to manipulate reality. Russia's Russian bots, <laughs> fraudulent accounts, impersonating Americans online, sock puppets on steroids, steroids. selling release the memo. New data showing that Russia linked bots, the foreign bots lending fake support to the hashtag release the memo. Russian bots, the bots picking up this hashtag was just sort of the right and the Russian working together to get that Nunez memo out. out. There were Russian bots and there were sort of other amplified uh, architecture. Um, but it is this, uh, the fusion of the architecture on on social media where the Russian uh, information architecture is sort of right underneath, far right and far left um, uh, information structures. What the hell did you just say? A think tank reviewed the Twitter activity of Russian-linked bots automatic accounts, and the Release the Memo hashtag was the top-trending Twitter hashtag by those Russian-linked accounts. Russian-linked Twitter bots, Russian-linked elements, fake accounts, a Russian-linked Twitter campaign. So this effort by members of the Hill and the Trump Organization is being fueled completely by the Russian
2: Federation. Hashtag Release the Memo was promoted by Russian intel. Agencies. That's right. And Russian bots. And obviously, this means the Russian intelligence services. Yeah. As well as Russian bots. As well as Russian bots. Right now, Russian bots pushing this release the memo thing. The hashtag release the memo.
6: The Devin Nunes memo was also being promoted by Russian bots.
2: There's Don Jr. again. Don Jr.,
6: thank and you Russians. for being involved. You're Way to so, go. Um, and Russian linked Twitter account. The
3: Russians are still at it. The Russian bots <laughs> pushing <laughs> yeah, the push release the, the memo.
6: Memes. Right.
2: Yeah. And also the Russians, the Russian bots, by the way, As Russian bots right. are promoting
6: it. According to the German Marshall Fund, a group that tracks their activity.
2: That the Nunes is trying to release a memo that the FBI doesn't want released. That nobody wants released except. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. The Russians! Yeah. The Russians with their Russian bots going hashtag release the memo. Hashtag release the memo, which Russian bots push forward. Russian bots. Devin Nunes trying to release memos that Russian bots want him to release. Russian intelligence services obviously want him to release. Devin Nunes, he's following the Russians and their bots. Hey, homeless guys. I'll tell you what, there are some really hard problems,
3: like, you know, the Russians playing on Twitter. Russians, these Russian bots. The Russians, the Russian bots. Russians, the Russian bots are at it again. Russia.
2: Bots struck again.
3: Russia. Bots and trolls. Russia. These Russia linked accounts. Russia. Russian. Russian bots.
6: Russia. Well, Russian bots come out
2: Russians. after the Parkland shooting. Russian, Russian. Russian bots, Russian trolls. Russia. The aftermath of the shooting. Russia. A large number of Russian accounts. Reporters to joke, are there really that many Russian, Russian bots. bots? And Joe would say, well, let me let go through my data collected by Hamilton 68. Hamilton uh,
3: 68 tracks Russia linked accounts. And they tell us every day which hashtags are trending by this Russian propaganda operation Trade by Russians
6: McCarthy begun an
3: investigation of reported 600 Russia linked accounts. McCarthy had interrogated almost 600 people. Hamilton 68. 68 tracks around 600 Russia linked accounts. It was a fraud. A fraud and a hoax. You know who says that? The Russians. Russian <laughs> Russian bots, controls that we track. A website called Hamilton 68 has been tracking this behavior. Trending. Over the weekend, Schumer's shutdown was the top Trending hashtag being promoted by these bots, these Russia linked accounts. New hashtags trending, these are all
2: Russian accounts monitored by Hamilton, 60 um, Pfizer, Obama, deep state, Russia. We the people demand justice. Russia media made it seem as if if the Russian bots will be taking over. Kremlin linked accounts flooded Twitter, Russian intelligence agencies, Russian intelligence agencies, sending out bots, Putin sending out bots that are Russian Russian intelligence agencies, Twitter bots to start talking about releasing a memo or a Russian (laughs) box after the Florida shooting. This is what they do. And they're going to keep doing
6: it unless somebody punches them in the nose. So there it is.
4: uh, Matt or fella. I just saw this. uh, (laughs) When was it? It was was this morning. I watched it this morning for the very first time. And uh, Ray uh, got at me. It is an incredible video. That's why I played the whole thing. Put it out yesterday. That's why uh, I think that this thing absolutely is going to go mega viral. It should. It shows you the absurdity of all of it and how that's just one network that's just msnbc that's just msnbc and then again a lot of people forgot about the russian bots and what the parkland shooting and for those that checked out the second hour not so long ago uh you saw my my film code red i need i still haven't posted code red over at rockfin maybe that happens um this week go post that and you can go check that out i I do want to fit in this epstein video and those epstein stories that i haven't gone over yet because they're two big ones senior city banker departs shortly after report of epstein's meetings that's right uh paul barrett has left citigroup oh until recently city was unaware of paul barrett's association with jeffrey epstein which uh predated his employment at our firm Mr. Barrett is no longer employed by City. Now, this is Reuters. Again, these are whispers of the Epstein case. Whispers of the Epstein case. And Staley is now coming out uh, swinging. And this is the guy with the private conversations about Beauty and the Beast and Snow White with Epstein, okay? And he says what? J.P. Morgan is using him as a shield. Oh, a shield. Isn't that... Isn't that lovely? That's that. That's a nice way to put it. But again, the stuff not getting the traction in the mainstream that it that clearly needs to happen clearly. So we'll continue to cover it. And on top of continuing to cover something like that, I want to play this uh, bit I did. It's almost four years ago that predated me actually getting in touch with Courtney Love's father after this incident and verifying the post that is discussed here. And I believe we also show you the relationship with Courtney Love and Prince Andrew. So without further ado, let's play this one. Hey everybody, Jason Burmis here. And yesterday I briefly mentioned Courtney Love's uh, involvement in this whole Jeffrey Epstein scandal. I didn't pull up the article. I didn't think it was that much importance because of the way the media was presenting it now for those that don't know courtney love was indeed in jeffrey epstein's little black book as many people were i was not sure and i still am not sure how far this connection goes but what i do want to talk about is her highly deceptive nature Now, if you see the bearded gentleman behind me, that actually comes from a photograph of uh, Courtney's father with Courtney Love. He's an author. You can go to his website. I'm probably going to show it briefly where he gives his bio. Interesting background, uh, mostly medieval history. He also wrote about the Grateful Dead, who he managed for some time. So his connections are interesting. His name is Hank Harrison, and we're definitely going to get to him in a moment those familiar with courtney love and the quote-unquote conspiracy theories surrounding the death of her husband and her possible involvement are also going to be familiar with at least a couple of films number one kurt and courtney which was by this uh british filmmaker highly criticized i watched it i thought it was interesting gave some interesting takes there's no doubt that courtney love is an alpha and she is she's a cunning psychopathic liar okay whether you think that she's involved in anything um nefarious in regards to the death of kurt cobain or not uh that was proven to me in soaked in bleach which was kind of a follow-up film not the same people that did it but it really gets into a private investigator that she hires and i encourage everybody to watch it just for that alone the tapes they play and how deceptive and how readily Able to be deceptive about very serious issues that she is and manipulative should cause alarm. And obviously, she didn't really come into fame until uh, post Kurt's death with her band Hole. Like Hole was around, sure, but it was was not getting the media attention it eventually got. And for those that don't know, her big uh, her big album, I think it was called Celebrity Skin, was really ghost written by uh, Billy Corgan of the uh, smashing pumpkins who she had a relationship with uh even before that and at the time so now how does any of this involve jeffrey epstein well let's start with the news that was breaking a couple days ago now from the sun right and i always go to the daily mail because they have the best pictures and really a good wrap-up of this so the headlines were that courtney love Um, had been introduced to Prince Andrew via Jeffrey Epstein. Remember, she's in that little black book. And it's a tabloid conversation. (coughs) Excuse me. Aside from the picture you saw on the front there, um, there's this picture of them taken supposedly at a November 2000 premiere. Okay. And apparently Epstein had introduced the the two together. Now, according to a friend, you know, I think it's an unnamed friend, uh, basically says that, he came over at one in the morning, et cetera, et cetera, was, you know, trying to hook up with her. Right. That that was the that was the basis of that conversation. And by the way, this is uh this is the father. But we're going to get to him in a minute. So now Courtney loves denying this via Instagram. Again, I don't trust her. I'm not saying we should trust her. I'm not sure we should trust her father either because we're going to get into some pretty nitty gritty stuff here. But she says, no, no, no. That's not what happened. I think it was in 2001. And here's the conversation they said they have, here's the, here's the big picture. Right. And, um, you know, there, there's talks of, you know, she alluded to this in her, uh, diary book, dirty blonde. Okay. But he says she, he was nothing but a gentleman and he was charming and I don't know him. See this. He was polite. He complimented me on tea making, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So now, Let's delve in to uh, her father here. And that's Courtney Love before all the surgery. Wait, wait, she's 55 now. That's probably when she's in her early 20s. Okay. They're estranged for sure. He thinks that she is absolutely 100% involved in the death of Kurt Cobain. hundred percent. And again, you've got to admit, once you see these other two documentaries, at least a decently compelling case can be made for that. And there's no doubt that she's a liar and a sociopath, zero doubt of that. So I'm just going to put this out here. Uh, I'd appreciate if anybody could follow up with this, by the way. Someone tweeted this out to me. Looks like a Facebook post. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was looking for him on Facebook. Now that I see the little profile picture, I wonder if I can just pull it up. See, that's the thing. I wasn't able to find that that uh, little profile skin in uh, in a Facebook search. Let's bring that over here. You know I'm looking for Hank Harrison, but you see you see the little post. so this this is still unverified to me, but it's certainly you know since we're talking about it, I, I certainly think it's a interesting thing. if anybody can send me the actual link to what I'm gonna show you right here, I would appreciate it. And maybe this is a, a an in an Instagram post and that's why I can't find it because I'm not an Instagram guy. Oh, this is a tough one, guys. If there's any relevance to this, it should be headlines, but no one's going to want to talk about it. Since my daughter was in Epstein's black book in 2003, and since she bragged to me about how she was procuring victims for him, I think I have a right to speak with some authority here. Now think about that. We all know that Epstein did use uh, the females in his life to procure young victims. And she's in the black book. She has access all over the place to teenage girls, wayward teenage girls at these rock concerts, at these smaller venues in that industry. And then he says, the crimes are 10 times worse and 100 times more numerous and more degenerate than you can imagine. The New Mexico Zorro Ranch is bad. But when victims were worn out, they would simply be taken to the desert and buried or taken to sea, weighted down and dumped overboard. The ones who survived are lucky to be alive. We are talking multiple slave murders here. Clinton did not procure slaves, Trump did. Google me before you reject this comment. And I know that last line is gonna put a lot of people off. These these the Clinton did not procure slaves, Trump did. I don't know what this guy's politics are. I'm not saying I trust him. I am saying it's an interesting take since we know of the dozens of victims that have come forward. And we know that most people do not want this type of thing to be revealed. So folks, it's up to you. If somebody wants to send me the actual hyperlink to that and if there's any more to it, I would be interested. If you're interested in Hank Harrison, again, it looks like a very uh, late 90s, early 2000s website, but you know, I, I checked in and you know, a lot of this stuff obviously a lot of this stuff is involved with kurt and courtney over the years but you know he is an author many times over okay um so you know he's a published author you can check him out i think kurt and courtney and uh soaked in bleach are interesting watches to say the least people need to check them out as well and here's the thing so video goes on for A few more minutes but i do want to i want to point out i did find that that post was a real post i did get in touch with hank harrison through social media um i tried to get him on the show couldn't do so at the time and that video was like three and a half four years old now he told me he was basically dying and he wanted to get out as much as possible don't know if he's still around you guys want to dig it up i got dms on the twitter feed that's usually the best way to contact me. I I get caught up where I get so many emails, man, and I get so many spam emails uh, that just kind of pop up. Like all of a sudden I'm getting the, you know, I'm getting Trump winery emails. There's this weirdo's McScraw face, I can't spam enough and like and all of a sudden it'll keep coming back in. Can't stand it. And I miss a lot of the good stuff, um interview requests every once in a while. I I, I hit it and then If you don't make it right away, I often forget it. And I'm and I'm not on it. Even with uh even with Ray, where we communicate through emails, I have to scroll through about 20 emails on my own. Sometimes I I actually just go in the search if uh I know I'm supposed to get an email from somebody. And then even the the last YouTube poll. Oh, you know, that's something I wanted to show people before we went over to the next hour, and I will show people in a moment. Uh they pulled a video on Bohemian Grove and the copyright stuff went to my spam which ne- has never happened with like an official youtube email before but that one's a spam and they pulled that bohemian Grove video and look at this you can kind of see through it because actually it's kind of green look it's the ghost of the bohemian grove <laughs> look at that my my face disappears but red voice media remains so th- this is in incredible shape by the way i can't believe and, and limited to 600 prints <laughs> so yesterday i got uh what is one of the final three in my collection i want to show people a few pages on it and i could open it up but i think that this is a easier way to do it at least for right now this is volume two this book's close to 100 years old uh it's absolutely um I'm, i'm i'm very happy i can't like the older ones that i have aren't in this good of shape and this one is in fantastic shape so These are their own books. Uh, I just want to show people two things here quick. So there's the cover of it right there. And then in the middle chalice, you can't really see it because it's so heavily hidden, but it's the owl on the chalice. And the owl is their deity. Make no mistake about it. To our tutelary deity, that ancient bird of wisdom, the owl, this book is reverently and affectionately Inscribed. So, look, there, there, there may be aspects of ball or Molik uh, sacrificial worship in that cremation of care play. And by the way, I, I don't know if I'll be able to pull it up, but maybe I will. Is it right here? Um, you know, they have a yes, right here actually. So before they had the owl there, and that was their their deity. R- r- well, the owl's always been their deity. I want to make that clear. Uh, but a lot of the ritualistic stuff that was brought over was brought over via Bromley. And before the Big Owl, right, when they did the cremation of care, they'd either do it in the woods or they also had a large Buddha statue. And here's a painting. I think that's an eight. It's very hard to see. But on the bottom, they're still in all the little druidic outfits. Actually, let's zoom up. Let's get it all zooming in. zoom zoom before we go over, and, and that's the cremation of care right there, as you can read that if you can see it. So, this is my latest in the collection. We're only too shy of the whole thing. The latest one, some dude's trying to sell one for like almost three grand. Sorry, not spending used car money, guys, not doing it. So, I'm going to tell the producer to shift it over to the paid portion of the broadcast redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, redvoicemedia.com. Slash uncensored, tell them Jason Burma sent you 10 bucks a month. Try it for a buck today for the first week. Don't like it, cancel it, or lock it, lock it, lock it in for a year. 100 You save 20 bucks. And like I said, you're now going to get even more Burmas at the start of the month. Both hours will be free. We will always be leaving YouTube because I want to go over this uh comprehensive COVID-1984 report. Can't do it over there. So we're always gonna leave YouTube, but rumble. Rockfin, hopefully Twitter eventually, we're going to be streaming that second hour and there's going to for the premium members, two more videos a week, interview videos uh that will be exclusive for two weeks to you guys plus you get everything else Red Voice Media paid which is awesome, premium. And you support the broadcast. You know, it lets me do this on a day-to-day basis bringing you news that a lot of people are not going to to bring you. So we are good to go. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye Rockfin later youtube see you rumble boom okay so we have this new report okay take a look fauci acknowledges problems after scathing report on pandemic response these people are disgusting i tried to download this earlier and i couldn't download it so i haven't really been able to watch it but i have watched some of these news pieces and I'm sick of it look they had treatments they suppressed treatments period they put you on a ventilator or they treated you with poison remdesivir period we played the right maybe we need to play that Robert Kennedy clip again I mean maybe maybe I do need to play that right now and every single day even in these reports they talk about the joys of the hate and lie shots and these toolkits, yeah, we could have. They, they're like, they, they're in this report. They're telling you that we could, we could have opened up schools in the fall of 2020. Remember, they started locking everybody down in March.
1: But in the fall,
4: you know, September, October, no, we, we, we could have done it. No, you could have done it. You could have never locked us down in the first place. You could ignore And they're still not acknowledging that this was in this country in October or November, latest, maybe even September, of 2019. Let's stop all playing pretend. They're not acknowledging. They said the flu disappeared, which is absolutely insane. It's, it's, it's jackassery and ignorance on just a massive level. And, and it's quite frankly, with the academics that are supposed to be up there, for them not to call that out shows you how, small-minded and ludicrous they really are. Do you think any of them on a stage in an open debate versus my raggedy ass in a Hurley hat and an affliction t-shirt would stand a fucking chance? I don't. (laughs) And and they point to me as the bad conspiracy theorist. Oh, Russian bot propaganda. Even though we've exposed that network was never Russian bots to begin with. Brilliant video earlier. Brilliant video. And I want to point out that as this happens, right, it whispers on local news is you're getting your job back, even in a place like Chicago, if you didn't bend the knee and take the hate and lie shot. Here, let's play that clip right now.
3: City workers who were fired for not complying with Chicago's COVID-19 vaccine mandate are getting their jobs back. A state hearing officer ruled Chicago went too far with the requirements and changes in sick leave policies. So any unionized city workers who lost their jobs have to be reinstated and repaid with a 7% annual interest. Boom, boom.
4: That's why you stand up to authority. That's why you don't bend the knee. Number one, why would you inject yourself with DARPA-driven bioweapon tech? If you you put it to us like that, Jason, hell, I wouldn't. Well, it was DARPA-driven bioweapon tech. That's what it was, okay? And that's another thing that Robert Kennedy Jr. is saying that nobody else is saying. That they just slapped their Pfizer and Moderna just slapped their label on it. Let's see if we can't find that. Let's bring that up. That, that needs to be brought up. Duck, duck, go. We'll go there. Okay. Um. Let's see. Defense Department Pfizer RFK Jr. We do it live. Let's see. Yes. Wait, wait. <laughs> Factcheck.org pushes known vaccine misrepresentations. Uh, I read the science. <laughs> are you are you telling me I can't find that video? I can't find that video. Let's see. Um, says he's thinking. Yada yada yada. Uh, maybe we'll go to Twitter. Twitter. Uh, see again. Twitter's a tool, well, not Twitter downloader. And we're going to use it right now. RFK Jr., RFK Jr., and Defense Department. Probably the first thing that comes up. There it is right there. Yes, these are Defense Department made products.
1: Other transaction authority is called OTA. OTA. And it was essentially designed to allow the Pentagon to quickly buy weapons and weapons systems Mm -hmm. without paying attention to any regulatory, any existing regulatory authorities.
4: And by the way, um, Sasha Latpova, who he's talking to, is a whistleblower on the inside. I interviewed her uh, over at Making Sense of the Madness. In fact, Ray, if you're listening, let's get Sasha. Let's get, if you need an email or something, I think that I can actually find that for you. It's probably in my emails. Let's get her on as one of the uh, first big premium interviews. I know that'll uh, be awesome for the people that came over right now to find out that would be one of the first interviews. What they've
1: done is they've taken that authority and they've applied it to the vaccines. So they're purchasing the vaccines under OTA as a demonstration product, 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 it's not a medical product, so it has FDA has no authority over it. CDC has no authority over it. Military is actually manufacturing. They've this out to hundreds of military contractors to do the manufacturing, to do the distribution, to do uh, every aspect of it, and it's all a huge military op- operation. And the, the involvement of the drug companies is kind of window dressing. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Pentagon did not want to say, did not want to put on the product, product. This is a Pentagon-made, Defense Department-made product. Mm-hmm. They essentially paid the pharmaceutical companies uh, for their brand name, so people would think they were getting something from Pfizer, or Moderna. Mm-hmm. But all of the back room and the, you know, the distribution and manufacturing is done by the military, and the, the uh, and the, the pharmaceutical companies were brought in put their name on it and then to pretend to do clinical trials which have no legal significance
4: who else is telling you that who else is telling you the truth that's the truth no the media and the authoritative sources are peddling this limited hangout lies and bullshit
6: let's go to it why the u.s fared so badly during the covid 19 pandemic especially when compared to similar nations was supposed to be one of the many questions examined by a national COVID-19 commission. But that commission was never launched. William Brangham talks with the co-author of a new report out.
4: Remember that when they wanted to shove something up your nose, up to your brain? You know who didn't do that? This guy. There was a zero. I, I didn't take a test through the whole thing. There was no way I was taking a test. Wasn't taking a PCR test. Yeah, you want to test me, you go right off. Not happening. No, I can't imagine letting somebody shove that up my nose at all, sorry,
6: despite all the fear. Today, it hopes to start that wrecking.
5: There are still so many questions about America's response to COVID. Could the US have better contained the virus in the very early days? Did so many schools and businesses have to close for so long? Why was America's death toll so high? This new investigative report from a consortium of public health and scientific experts does credit the fast development of the life-saving vaccines, but it also points to many tragic failures. So, you know, they're liars
4: right off the gates. I mean, th- think about all, all the questions he just asked, we have answers to. No, none of them should have been shut down ever. Not once, not ever, ever. We shouldn't have been masked up ever, ever. We should have treated people with zinc, hydroxychloroquine, antibiotics, steroids such as budesonide, even nitric oxide, all of which were being reported in the beginning, vitamin C, vitamin D. No, 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 no. Ivermectin, you know what we're going to do? We're going to say it's horse dewormer. You don't get it. What? Why? Why? Because it's a concerted effort to control and kill your ass. That's why, again, they pumped people full of poison, remdesivir. What else do you need to know? They penalized doctors that wanted to treat their patients. They isolated people from their families, the elderly in particular. They put sick people with the elderly on purpose. They lied to you and told you the flu was gone meanwhile they incorporated the flu and pneumonia into covid19 protocols and then lied about that too that's the truth so i did it i answered all the questions for you mr newsman mr pbs Newshour. and by the way the vaccines aren't vaccines they're defense department hate and lie shots of mrna and vector-based technology that did Absolutely tucking nothing to save anybody from anything ever. They never, ever, 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 ever were actually advertised when you listened to stop any type of transmission or infection at all. They lied to you and said
6: it was going to stop
4: you from going to the hospital and getting really sick or dying. Bullshit. Bullshit, 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 and we're still living through it. We're still living. It's still on the TV. It's still on the radio. They still want to pump it full of your kid into your kids. In fact, on top of all this, they are their little little sneakles. They're fast tracking mRNA technology after the fact. There will be no real regulation on this stuff. Steve Kirsch. Uh, says, did you see the FDA pulled a bait and switch? They approved the bivalent only on vaccinated people because there was no trial in unvaccinated people. Now they just changed the indication and said, everyone can have it. No RCT, no trial, no approval process. They used the influenza model that they programmed people to accept for 20 years. And I was telling people for years, you don't want to get that fucking flu shot. What are you thinking? People were mad at me when I when I was like, what, what did you do that for? And then they got sick and they're like, yeah, you were right. Yeah, you were right, Burmes I don't know why, why I did that. It was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not like an I told you so moment. So now they use that model. Now they're fast tracking mRNA. And did you notice that nobody in the medical community objected to this? Nope. Stunning. Nobody. Now, not any of these authoritative sources that did this independent commission who needs clinical trials this will be uh this will really streamline drug approval in the future and of course congress is never going to ask about this because they trust the fda that's how the science works i just thought you'd like to know i get it buddy thank you steve let's go back to pbs
5: One example. It notes that if the US's death rate was similar to other European nations in the first two years of the outbreak, an estimated half a million Americans wouldn't have died during that period. The report is titled Lessons from the COVID War, an investigative report. Philip Zelikow was one of the- Philip Zelikow, this is the 9-11 cover-up guy.
4: This is the head of the 9-11 Commission. This is a known liar, a proven liar, a piece of human garbage. And now it's the COVID war. No, it's the war on humanity. The COVID-1984 hate and lies, bioweapons, psychological warfare attack on the planet. And of course, Philip Zelikow's involved.
5: Oh, boy. Ooh, I don't like Philip Zelikow deeds <laughs> on that he's currently a professor of history at the university of virginia and he was executive director of the 9 11 commission phil zelico welcome back to the news hour thanks um, near the top of your report you write that, th- th- that this was a war that the u.s fought without an army and without a battle plan how was that possible? all bullshit.
4: Uh, they war game these scenarios openly for well over a decade crimson contagion the spars document obviously event 201 as it was occurring as it was occurring in october and intelligence knew it was out there Zelikow is again one of those known liars we can go back to the beginning of the program where i'm supposed to just be what like like a beaten down housewife just an abused girlfriend just yes, oh, I love you. Oh, yeah. We do. No, no.
7: Possible that we did that. We pass programs, we appropriate money. You have science and money, but you don't have preparedness. I mean, suppose someone comes into the emergency room and uh, they're gasping for air, and you don't know what to do. And then someone hands you an emergency medicine textbook. No, no. And someone says, "Well, here, here's ten thousand dollars if you'll save this person's life." What you really want is like well tell me what to do so so again this is all based on a
4: straw man argument what you would do with somebody who can't breathe okay who has a respiratory first thing to do is give them oxygen and then you would also give them aerosols aerosolized nitric oxide to open up the, the blood vessels and when i talk to my inside the hospital sources at elmhurst All right. The bartenders that used to work for me when I brought that up, you know what they told me? They told me that they were being told by the doctors they couldn't do that. They put them on ventilators, but they couldn't do that because they were scared that that aerosolization would also uh, get the virus into the air ducts and infect everybody. There's all this imagination land bullshit and excuses like this guy saying. All right. To put you into this command and control medical, biofascist state where we tell you how you're going to be treated. And if you're going to be euthanized, tough luck. And they tell you that they're doing the right thing for you when they're rapidly killing your ass. So to act like we don't have thousands of years of medical experience, thousands, with respiratory illnesses, you know, obviously, Hundreds of years of modern medicine for respiratory illnesses. Decades of research here in the United States and abroad alone on respiratory illnesses.
7: And he's going to act like, What do I
2: do? It can't breathe.
7: What do I do? And train me to do it and give me the tools I need to do it. And let's hopefully have spent that money to buy those supplies earlier. Yes. If you're not really ready at that moment, Bad things are going to happen in that emergency. Well, we had a national emergency, and we weren't prepared. A lot of countries were prepared more than we were. A lot of countries are organized for emergencies differently than we are. And what was striking to us—
4: What he's trying to say in a roundabout way is we need more authoritarianism. Other countries, they were were more prepared than we are. Yeah, they had better protocols in place than we are. This is
7: is a globalist scumbag. We're the country that prided ourselves on, we're the practical problem solvers. Uh, We know how to get things done. Berlin airlifts, Marshall plans, D-Day. And then here we are, once again, finding kind of a collective national incompetence.
4: Everything's always incompetence. There's no malice ever right there's no pre-planned ma- oh we made a mistake mistakes led to this some of the hijackers were recruited by the CIA what a mistake <laughs> it's a mistake hey where was that Philip I missed that CIA connection over in in the 9/11 Commission report I missed that Philip I mean the reporting on it now I'm sure you had no idea that the CIA
7: was connected to the hijackers right Right, Philip? Practical problem solving. And so that's why we wrote this report, because we think if people will understand what really happened from origins to warp speed, from warning to medical countermeasures, they'll actually see that, that this is fixable. It doesn't have to be like this. There's all kinds of low hanging fruit about weight. Wake-
4: yeah, we don't have to
7: go into insanity where
4: we have drive through COVID tests with people cosplaying in in plastic outfits and masks on their face. Cosplaying, LARPing, bro. LARPity, LARP, LARP, LARP. That's all that shit was. It's imagination land.
7: We could be better prepared and rebuild trust in government instead of losing it. Could you tick through some of the particulars? Are Are there specific things that
5: you would point to like about testing or data gathering that you think were real
7: problems for us? Well, we've, we were flying blind all through the pandemic, even though we have magnificent electronic health records in hospitals and healthcare systems which don't share these records even with each other in a given city for proprietary reasons and regulatory reasons that are highly fixable, actually.
4: Yeah, we want total control over your medical information. We don't want just an Internet of Things. We want to get under your skin with surveillance in the Internet of Bodies. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. This guy is El, El Monstro. El, I mean, this is the dude, man. I mean, think about, listen to his voice. You think there's somebody that's a good person? You think this is somebody that's not completely compromised? Completely compromised? Guaranteed. You start digging deep on Philip Zelikow, you're going to find out some bad things. So I'm real ba- guaranteed, and I don't claim to have any dirt on them, but I, I guarantee if there's a, an honest investigative reporter and they went out there and they investigated Philip Zelikow the way that recently ProPublica investigated Clarence Thomas, you're going to find way more things, way more things wrong with Zelikow. Just point it out there, putting it out.
7: We flew blind unnecessarily. China has more gene sequencers at the local level than we do. China. Um, Take the example of testing. Testing is a really interesting case. Everybody's heard the story that maybe that CDC botched the test. We didn't have enough tests. They weren't produced at scale. But suppose we'd had enough tests. Suppose we'd had 10 million tests. Again,
4: suppose the tests actually worked and they weren't bullshit PCR tests. That were proven to be fraudulent and inaccurate. Again, they don't want to talk about reality whatsoever in these commissions, and I mean, alarm bells should be ring, ding, ding dingaling in that this report, that's scathing, was headed by Philip Zelikow, 9/11 Commission liar and head honcho. Oh, I got a part on Zelikow's in Loose Change Final Cut. You know. Zelikow, um, Lee Hamilton, and uh, who's, the, who's the other one? He's, he's, he's maybe the worst one and the most cocky out of them all. Who's it, Keene? Thomas Keene, I believe. Just all liars and monsters. Liars and
7: monsters. Re- that's reality. In warehouses. We had no strategy for how to use the tests. Do you use the tests for biomedical surveillance? Do you use them to open up 10,000 drive through centers so anxious citizens look at that? They did that shit to kids. To kids, man. You know,
4: as if the education system wasn't bad enough in this country. Locked down kids, covered their faces, you know, made them more susceptible to authoritarian lunacy to fiction science, to Bernaysian propaganda on a level I can't imagine. And this guy's telling you, not, not even in between the lines, in the lines, what well, do we use it for? Biomedical surveillance? <laughs> biomedical surveillance? Yeah, it's that's exactly. That's, that's just one small aspect of the warfare that was and is being waged on the people. The COVID war.
7: Philip Zelikow really cares about us, everybody. Can find out if they're sick. Do you use them for point-of-care testing in nursing homes? Do you use them to help you reopen schools and make workers feel safe? And make workers feel safe? Or do you use them to put stickers on the floor and direct children to
4: not talk to one another or engage with one another? Do you put plastic over people and tell them not to hug anymore? Do you have Anthony Fauci coming out and telling you we should never shake hands again? Once that was said, all credibility of Anthony Fauci and any organization he was ever involved in was completely done. When he told you we should never shake hands again, the ancient art of shaking as... The fact that he wasn't immediately fired, right? How could you take someone like that seriously? It's so it's anti-human to say something like that. This is anti-human. Ooh, there's a big, ooh, big red exclamation mark right there. Oh, this area's closed. Like they, they've got police tape, caution tape in the in the library. And then they're, <laughs> they're promoting all of this. To this day, it's,
7: (laughs) yeah, it's the dark cartoon. Well, then for every one of those things, you actually then, okay, how many tests does that need? Used in what way? Coordinated with the FDA to get the clearances. Coordinated with the financing. Then you see, even if 10 million tests are in the warehouse, if you don't have a strategy for what to do with those tests, you're going to fail again. The tests don't work. You're gonna fail again you're gonna f-
4: this is premeditated they're, they're again the, the mistakes were made bullshit is bullshit this angers me to no end Th- this is why when i talk about these things i let people know it's unfortunate everybody but no one's going to jail these people will be elevated he will be elevated this guy is elevated he helped in the one of the biggest cover-ups, if not the biggest cover-up, almost 20 years ago with 9-11. He helped lead that. And now when the government doesn't want to do their own 9-11-style commission into the COVID-1984 nightmare, he'll do it for them with authoritative scientific figures, again, like, like Burks that lied to your face.
5: But former President Trump's role in all of this, one of your co-authors referred to him as a, quote, comorbidity in this crisis. How do you see the former president's role?
7: Well, a comorbidity is a condition that increases the risk of death or illness. And <laughs> I mean, dude, I,
4: I don't like to talk violence. People have told me I have a punchable face. I believe that. I have a punchable face if i have a punchable face this guy has got a kickable backhandable everything <laughs> Look at a comorbidity is described yeah this is the comorbidity and and of course they Pre, president trump's hitler and he's a killer he's the biggest we couldn't get joe biden quick enough i, I mean and, and did you see the smile on Zelikow's face it's just like that smile and that cackle of leslie Stahl while she sits there and laughs in trump's face when he's like he's in the middle of a scandal and he's eating ice cream and you're asking about the ice cream <laughs> yes we are <laughs> there is no scandal we we like joe biden and ice cream <laughs> and then, no no like it's it we're gonna bring it back we're gonna bring it back look at the glee and the joy, and there, there's, there's Burks, professional liar. There's Fauci, professional liar. And again, look at the glee on Zelikow's face when you can blame Trump for something.
5: Oh boy. Comorbidity in this crisis. How do you see the
7: former president's role? Well, a comorbidity is a condition that increases the risk of death or illness. And Trump's executive leadership uh, made things worse. Uh, they made things worse
4: because he got behind your your operation warp speed and agreed to lock people down. Yeah, I mean think about this man. Trump at least told you about the hydroxychloroquine. Trump told you about the monoclonal antibodies, the the Regeneron. How many how many how many people were treated with Regeneron instead of Remdesivir? What was the real protocol? They killed my aunt with Remdesivir killed her ass. She walked in there fine, tested positive, wasn't vaccinated, isolated, taken off her meds and, and died a painful death. And they told my uncle that remdesivir was the same as ivermectin. And then they almost killed, um, my cousin, her son, who was the actual sick one who had the treated with ivermectin and budesonide and inhaled steroid and oxygen and not vented him almost killed him and put him on remdesivir now he has kidney damage and i'm far from the only story on that you know and i felt helpless i called my uncle within hours of them being admitted into that hospital told him to, he needed to get them out i told him about the ivermectin he, he talked to his doctor and they, they just lied straight to his face like zelico you see how gleeful they are that they can try to point the finger that Trump killed people? We're going to go back to, because you can listen to the reporter also smile with glee and laugh about it like it's
7: funny. Like it's funny. We're going to fail again.
5: Help me put former President Trump's role in all of this. One of your co authors referred to him as
7: a quote, comorbidity in this crisis. How do you see the former president's role? Well, comorbidity is a condition that increases the risk of death or illness. And Trump's executive leadership uh, made things worse. Uh, there is no denying that. But a key point of our report is, this is not another book all about the back and forth and shouting of the Trump administration, because the core problems went much deeper. We went into a 21st century pandemic with a health system fundamentally designed in the 19th century. Again, total lies, total and complete lies.
4: But like, they're trying to tell you that in 2020, in 2020, we had the same medical system as in 1920. That's not true. That's not real. Okay. We have an abundance of literally 11, 12 decades of knowledge of actual medicine but these days it's not about saving lives it's about taking lives and controlling lives and controlling the narrative and directing human evolution the way they see fit and they see us as a problem they see us as described in this book as the feeble-minded if they're dumb enough to do it they deserve it and this guy's one of those social engineers 100 100, and this little Muppet over here on PBS, just, oh, I've got this great interview with Philip Zelikow. Oh, Philip Zel I'm not going to ask him a tough question at all. All this is narrative management. This reports all over mainstream media. Okay? All over mainstream media. And, and they're parrying the same thing. Vaccines save lives. Best thing since breakfast. We need more authoritarianism. We need more surveillance. We need more control. The medical system isn't equipped. Bullshit, it wasn't equipped. Of course it was. Even in New York where they wanted to lie to you so they could murder people, murder people. Yeah, the nursing home scandal was real. Nothing ever came of it. And Andrew Capo Cuomo was not only given a pass, but they got rid of him with some bullshit grab ass scandal. That's how deep this goes. Listen. They opened up the Javits Center. They had a whole place. They didn't even use it. They didn't even use it. All right. And that's not the uh, <coughs> we're just ooh, ooh. meanwhile, they're burying bodies like over in uh, on Hart Island. um You know, they, they killed a lot of people in New York City, everybody. I, I want to make that very clear. <laughs> they killed a lot of people unnecessarily in
7: New York City with their protocols. And this is gonna back up those protocols. It's infuriating. Uh, There is no national public health agency in America, not really. Uh, We have hundreds of different state and local entities that are designed for a different era, for different kinds of problems. In all sorts of ways, we were just not really ready, no matter who was the president. Your report really documents this this terrible
5: culture clash that we went through as a as a as a nation, which was this, to to use the sort of gross terms, the the science trust the science, uh, follow the science versus the libertarian open everything up, get schools prioritize the economics of it all.
4: No, actually, it's not prior- prioritizing the economics; it's trusting the actual science. Not the science promoted by the establishment and the predator class and known liars like Philip Zelikow, Anthony Fauci, and Burks. The actual science is natural immunity is a real thing. Never did that. Remember, they tested for the antibodies, but natural immunity wasn't enough. They wanted to inject yourself with hate and lies again and again and again again and 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 again. Natural immunity doesn't exist. These are known liars. So, listen, that libertarian crowd you're talking about? was the crowd that said, hey, natural immunity exists. Hey, if you're sick, maybe you should stay home. Hey, maybe we should treat these people with vitamins that could, what, support and improve their immune system and response. But trust the science said, stay at home, get real sick, come to the hospital, be treated with remdesivir and a ventilator and hopefully die. And we'll get paid for that. And it is economically incentivized. Trust the science told you ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine did not work. Again, they told you that the flu disappeared from the planet. What else do you need to know? Like, like a teenage kid who just got his license would understand what nonsense that is. Who went to biology 101 in middle school would understand that that's not a real thing every single serious scientist i talked to every single one that wasn't up on the tv in their nice little suit tell them talk talking about you know trust the science when you when they when i said hey they told us that and when I say they the United Nations, the authoritative sources, the WHO, even Anthony Fauci in that clip where he's getting dressed down in that DC neighborhood, has to admit virtually nobody died of the flu last year. That's not real. And then he told you 20 to 30,000 people normally die. Yeah, and 400 plus 1,000 get hospitalized. But they get treated there. So that means one in 20 that were treated for the flu actually died but all of a sudden when it's not the flu or it is the flu when you call it something else they'll murder your ass they'll just say you're not in the hospital for the flu because the flu disappeared you want remdesivir too bad you're getting it man this angers me
5: oh well, you argue that that culture clash didn't have to occur that it was largely the result of
7: poor leadership that led us to that schism. Explain. That's a great point. Um, A lot of people think that, gee, everything was so partisan and polarized that that's why we failed. In fact, we show mainly, the story is just the opposite, is because Polk's didn't know what to do, because there was kind of a, I mean, Even the public health authorities thought they were just going to be closing things for a few weeks. That's because that's what was told to everybody. It was two weeks
4: to what? Flatten the curve. Bernaysian talking points of bullshit. They didn't know what to do. I'm not a child. You're not my pappy. You don't tell me what to do. All right. You can make suggestions. You can put information out there. But again, suggestions and information from known liars
7: not to be trusted. No thank you, period. They had no plan for what to do after that. Because folks didn't know what to do, because there was this void, then all the toxic politics flows in. Uh, That's what invited and then aggravated the polarization because then you then have people on each side with their statements of faith follow the science wasn't really a guide to what to do. What you need are practical toolkits to reopen schools. And
4: And then this is the new talking point. We need to to use our toolkits, practical toolkits. People like the word tool. With the tools we need, We, we could have opened up school. No, you could have not tried to torture our children. You could have not mandated hate and lies in our universities. and and legally you had no right to do any of that ever all color of law all authoritarianism all shot down by state supreme courts and if it ever gets to uh the actual supreme court it better be shot down as well and it will be if we don't pack the courts and and unfortunately it, it should be a no brainer across the board but it won't be because it is a partisan issue unfortunately you know, uh, Zelikow, by the way, he, he's a, as Republican as it gets, if I recall. He's as right as it gets. He, this is the guy. But the idea that the toolkit is going to open up schools, no. We we knew that this virus from its very inception well, had a very uh, similar result to the flu for most people, especially children, tops. You know, children with kick ass immune systems that they've denigrated over the decades with their 70 plus other shots of hate and lies. Sorry, guys. Hate to tell you, I wouldn't inject anything in my body, anything in my body, the government suggested or mandated, just not even a chance. Nope.
7: Nope, indeed. Make people safe. We close schools much longer than most other countries in the world because we never developed the practical toolkits to reopen them which should have been available probably by the fall of 2020. practical toolkits practical toolkits
5: this book is full of so many lessons as you say that we could implement low-hanging fruit as you describe them do you think Uh, that there is any real appetite to do those things, to fix those things, because it does seem, as you document
7: here, that neither political party seems interested in doing that. You know, one of our members uh, was telling me um, that she really found reading the book, rereading it, empowering because you go into this, you feel this is dismal and hopeless, there's nothing we can do, and you begin to get into a fatalistic mindset. Well, Let's just put this behind us as if this was a bad storm. When you read the book, it's kind of empowering because you see, oh, there are all these things we can do. I think the reason we're not doing those things is because no one has really done this analysis. No one has really shown the way. It's doable. Here's what we can do. And Yeah, you could stop being dishonest. You could open people
4: uh, up to the idea that you're not God and other people, because they have a doctor or a degree or a PhD, any of that, big deal. These are losers, man. These are losers. Like like <laughs> these, these, I can't imagine holding water for authoritarians, big pharma and global governance. And that's what these people did. Every single damn one of them. And I'm gonna have to watch this damn thing. And we'll probably end up doing a show on that or the next week, probably do, do a watch along with this. This is nightmarish. They are setting you up for the next scam, man. And this time around, a lot of people might have some autoimmune disorders. Hate to tell everybody, but a lot more people are going to have autoimmune disorders in the next couple of years. If they haven't figured it out already. The heart stuff, that's just part of it, man. They hit you with bioweapon. That's why we played that clip of rfk jr telling you what's up this was defense department driven the whole shebango moderna partnered with
7: darpa in 2013 everybody it's time to wake up developed an agenda there's no movement to do anything to make our health system stronger coming out of the pandemic that's not because people don't care about it i think it's because they don't really know what the public agenda should be and what to do and It's into that void that we wrote this report with this uh, tremendous group of people who joined me in doing this work. The report is called Lessons from the COVID
5: War, an investigative report. Philip Zillico, great to have you. Thank you.
4: That's the smile of a demon. All right, let's hit a few more stories up before we go. Um, This should be no surprise to anybody, okay? Published yesterday. So Biden took questions. He didn't take questions he had the questions in advance he can't talk this is the most i mean he runs nothing he is an embarrassment
2: that's
3: his cheat sheet not concerned about china remember america invented semiconductor we invented we used to have 40 percent of the market notice he's also got the earpiece
4: in so so now it looks like he's secret service he's got an earpiece in and he's got that that right there so you can kind of oh man let's see hold on hold on we do it live here sometimes let's bring it back because you can actually see the little card in his hand we'll go right here let's take this shop now i don't want to shop now off there it is there's the little card let's make it bigger Okay, there it is. So that card actually has, and they're going to show it to you, has the face of the reporter on it and the question the reporter's going to ask. That's how democracy works, according to these people.
3: we decided that what we're going to do over the past. And and again, he waves it around.
2: (laughs) I don't know how many decades.
3: We decided that it was going to be cheaper to export jobs and import products. long came the pandemic the pandemic taught us that we used to have as i had 40 of the market just some years ago now it's down to 10 percent
4: just it's incredible to me a cheat sheet held by president biden during a wednesday press conference revealed that the 80 year old commander-in-chief had advanced knowledge of a question from a journalist how are you squaring your domestic priorities like reshoring semiconductor manufacturing with alliance-based foreign policy read a question from la times reporter courtney sub romanian it's a joke it's a bad damn joke questions reporters q a do you believe this guy's running something he's run what's he running he's running nothing he's running absolutely nothing it's infuriating infuriating okay period oh When we talk about global governments and global governance and narrative control and biomedical fascism, we have to realize they want everything. They want control of everything. And to take biological control of everything, they've taken over the weather. Geoengineering is real. This is a Council on Foreign Relations article from 2019, and they're telling you the uh, anticipatory governance of solar radiation management s r m that's another word for geoengineering that's another word for blocking the sun that's another word really for prolonged jet contrails what some people call quote-unquote chemtrails i don't like to use that term i use their own terms i know it sounds bernaysian But again, he's a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. Meanwhile, all of this regulation, all of this authoritarianism is under the guise of globalism. It's coming at us from every single angle. In fact, I was reading yesterday, I don't have this one up, but the fact of the matter is that 76% of the food now is ultra processed in this country. makes me only want to eat meat and vegetables. (laughs) Seriously ultra-processed. You think that's good for us? And when I talk about every single angle, all right, we just talked about biomedical fascism. We talked about global governance and the weather. How about this UN cybercrime treaty nobody's talking about? All right, again, I get it. Senate Bill 686, that's a big deal. This right here, also a big deal deal this is global control over your speech and thought okay with a nut of these treaties I want the United Nations out of the U.S. and the U.S. out of the U.N. get them out of here goodbye we'll see you later and again you don't think there's a concerted effort to get under the skin with surveillance like we've been talking about it's right here DARPA tweeted this out that's how I found the article and it's not an article it's their press con or it's their press release on their own site but most people don't even know what the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency is well I'll tell you what it's exactly what RFK Jr. was talking about and that's why I'm getting behind him folks I think that's gonna do it for me um yeah get ready because starting middle of next week, I think, uh, you know, it's the 27th right now. I'm not sure what day it lands on, but we're, we're going bigly. <laughs> we're going bigly at Red Voice Media. Uh, 8, uh, that's another thing I forgot to tell people. I'm not sure. Maybe I did. But we're going to be on an hour later. It's going to be 8 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. But it's all going to be free. You just can't watch uh, both hours on YouTube. And uh, let's see. Wayne is – yeah, all right. There we go. I like that. And I can announce that Wayne Dupree will be one of my first uh, interviews uh, for premium. So now it's eight hours free and another two hours for premium. Like we're doing more, 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 more. And I want to thank Ray Dietrich for that. I I love the vision. I love the fact that this guy is not only dumping money into the truth but into an actual studio. You know, this is the – deal. I I mean, I love – First of all, I know I cursed a lot today. I try not to curse so much, but I did curse a lot today. I love being able to say what I feel. I got emotional several times. Philip Zelikow burns my blood. Boils it. Boils it. So I love you guys. To me, it is truly not about left or right. It will always be about right and wrong. I want to thank you all for joining me on this broadcast I want to invite you also to check out all of my documentaries, films for free, Loose Change Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Invisible Empire, A New World Order to Find, and Shade the Motion Picture. I love you, and I will see you all on the flip side.